Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Turner, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they've all made their mark on the Disney name. To find out more about the show and other episodes, head to our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Be sure to look below at the show notes in the show more section for links to our Twitter and Facebook pages, including videos and websites mentioned in the following interview. Photos and audio clips that are featured in the show belong to their rightful owners and are used for educational purposes only. All guests' opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop-de-doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actress Cindy Sorensen, to the show. Welcome, Cindy. Hi, Tammy. Thanks for having me on. It's very exciting to have you on the show because we're going to be talking about a famous Disney attraction that premiered in 1986 at Disneyland and also in Disney World, and it closed within 10 years and then is now being introduced to a new generation of audiences as of 2010 after the passing of Michael Jackson. Of course, I'm talking about the 3D space adventure, Captain EO, starring Michael Jackson, directed by Francis Ford Coppola and produced by George Lucas. So those were the three biggest names of probably the 80s and still to this day. And you got to play one of the pilots and navigators of Captain EO's ship, Odie, who is a two-headed alien with a sister in ID, the other head. Right. So this was a huge project. So many famous names attached to the film. So I was wondering, what in the world were these auditions like for this project? They must have been hush-hush and, and nobody knows it's a secret. Well, they were because we had no idea. All we heard when we when I went for the audition is it was physical and it was a, a video, music video. And there was nothing said, you know, that Michael would be starring in it or Francis directing it or Lucas producing it. And so when we I went to, in the audition, they were looking for, especially my character, I played a two-headed geek with my uh, sidekick, um, another actress, Debbie Carrington who I've known for years, and um, when I auditioned, they needed, uh, they were looking for someone that um, was, in, of course, an actor, but um, also being able to uh, work with another individual in a costume. And um, so they auditioned, when we did go for the audition, we had to audition with another partner. And we had to walk together. So it was like three feet. I mean, you know, three uh, three feet that we had to walk. So it was uh, my leg, her leg, and then our middle leg. And uh, we had to kind of walk in sync. So it was difficult. And um, so luckily I did know her and she was fabulous. And I knew exactly because we auditioned through the years together. And I, like I said, I know her um, style and everything. So yeah, we ended up getting it. And it was really amazing. When we got the job, then we found out that Michael was going to be starring in it and we and Francis Ford Coppola was going to direct it and George Lucas was going to produce it. And mind you, I, Debbie too, uh, just got in the business. I was just getting going 
And I thought, wow, this is the business. I land, you know, like I said, uh, the Avatar of the 80s movie that was extremely expensive by, I think, back then we were told, but it changed quite a few. There was like uh, three, you know, a million a minute. So I don't know actually now, you know, what the cost was because it's been so long ago. But it was, we were very lucky. And um, the costume itself, Odie and Idy, the geeks, um, it the, it was heavy and it was uh, uh, technical too because there was a lot of special effects. We had a rod that was going from both of our backs to support the costume itself, and because there was two heads and three legs and two arms, and we um, pretty much had to carry that. And our, I'm three foot 11, so is Debbie, and we are weight size, I'm like 80 pounds, so you can imagine, it was a pretty physical job. But having, I mean, knowing that we were working with Michael and Francis was directing at George Lucas, we didn't care. It was interesting, the first day, you know, of uh, reading, table reading, we went in, and I think we were, all, of course, we were all nervous. And so we went in and uh, Francis was just adorable. He went around and said hi to, you know, all the cast. And there was just a small group at that time. We didn't have the dancers. We didn't, it was just us that uh, we were rehearsing with. And he went around and, you know, introduced himself and we introduced and um, we sat and we waited for Michael. And so when Michael did come in, it was like a bright light hit. And we all look at each other, go, wow. And he came in, he was very um, sweet. And like I, we always use the word painfully shy, because he was. Um, and um, he went around and introduced himself to all of us because we were gonna spend some months together, so we really kinda got to know him. And, he, and um, we read um, dialogue you know, at the table reading, and then we got to rehearse it. Francis wanted us to get up and rehearse and everything. Then Michael started war warming up, and he was just sweet. We, he was just a sweet man. Uh, extremely gifted, shy, and um, just very talented. Um, I remember, and I don't think Debbie remembers this story, but I vaguely remember a lot of these stories that happened. But one story I do remember is when Francis, um, uh, Michael was, when it came to, there was the acting, it was like Michael had two um, personalities because he was painfully shy, but then all of a sudden when it came to the acting, I mean the dancing, he just lit up and that's, he was more uh, confident, you know, confident and he was more, I mean, he just let it go and it was just great to watch that. The dancers and him, you know, he was like he was in control. When it came to, when we were acting though, he was like shy and so one day, um, we weren't supposed to come in, Debbie and I, and Francis was, uh, Michael was working that day, and I don't know who, who else was working, and um, Francis, Michael was a little shy, and they wanted to kind of get, you know, his dialogue out, out of him, and Francis ended up calling Debbie and I, because Michael ended up becoming 
close with us and comfortable that he goes, could the girls come in today? Because I, you know, um, I, it was just great. He goes, maybe I'll get Mike, um, Michael lifted up, you know, and get him going. And we did. We didn't even have to work that day. And he, uh, Francis wanted us to come in. And I thought, how lucky. This is great. I mean, it was such a, it was like a dream, Tammy, you know, you know, being able to work you know, in that wonderful environment and that wonderful setting. And it was just great. It's great. Michael would, uh, when we were on breaks, he would always invite us over to his motorhome. We all had trailers and we'd visit with him and he would ask personal questions, you know, like, what's it like being little? And it was kind of neat because, you know, everybody asked him, what's it like being Michael? And we were able to give him something back. You know, and so he was really comfortable um, ch chatting with us. And I remember, I tell people these, this story too, is when he would come up to us um, throughout the day, um, each and every other day, he would c come up and say, oh, you know what, Barbara's coming on today um, to, at lunchtime, and I want you to meet her. And we're thinking, Barbara, Barbara, Streisand. You know, and it's like um, these names of Liz Taylor. I, uh, oh, yes, Elizabeth Taylor. So these are the people that we would have to come and visit, you know, uh, us while we were in rehearsal. And they were just wonderful. But he treated us like, you know, a buddy. And it was just, yeah, very sweet, very sweet. Really great um, crew and cast. They worked hard, and we um, all enjoyed each other's company. And like I said, um, it's a moment I'll never forget because I was very fortunate to be able to start my career on a you know 3D movie that was so famous and that will be you know uh, it'll be remembered from years on. I mean, just how lucky. Very amazing, and you know, I, I there are stories I probably could you know uh, tell um, that I somehow forget because after it's going on thirty years in you know uh, next year. So uh, we started in I think the spring of eighty five. I could be wrong. It's been so many years ago, and we uh, then Captain EO came out in eighty six. So you know, it's just it's just amazing. How um, the years have gone by. I had ran into Michael. Matter of fact, I worked with him about five years later on a video, and it was neat to see him again. But uh, um, but I just have such Tammy fond memories of the whole ordeal, and working with Francis was uh, such a joy. It's amazing uh, that you spend so much time with them. That's like you said, six minutes of filming, and the film's only twelve minutes long. So originally, when you went in to read for read the script with the entire casting crew, were there more scenes added and more you know lines for Odie and Idie? Yes, probably. I from what I remember, Tammy, I think so. Francis, they might have added. Um, mind you, this was months of work because not only we were in a spaceship, but there was so much special effects and um, everything was moving in the spaceship. And not only that, some days our costumes might have not been up to par, because, you know, and the electron, electronical stuff that was, you know, with our, I think our faces or, you know, there was just so much special effects. 
And I think about today, there is no way they could afford um, a movie like that for as much as money that we, you know, that was put into Captain EO. I can't imagine, you know, they couldn't do something like this. That's like uh, putting Tom Disney Cruise for- into a Disney attraction. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It is. It is. Absolutely. Which I would not mind seeing. <laughs> I know. I so I mean, just it 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 was a huge budget film. So um, and it everybody had to work. I mean, you know, you had every department that was working to make it a hit. And boy, you know, it 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 was it was. But um, yeah, we all we worked hard, and we were pretty excited when. Uh, it premiered, and I remember going to the premiere that night. Um, we had it, I think, at Disneyland, and we they shut, they closed Disneyland for the evening, and I think Francis was there. I remember seeing him, and I think Michael was, was there too, and he brought some people, and it was so neat when it was all edited that you know it came together, and because you don't often know, because you have to. You know, there's so much editing, especially when you're working with special effects, what is going to look good, what is not, you know, and um, uh, especially with our costumes and everything. Oh, it was very technical, very technical. What was your favorite scene in the film? Wow. You know, I always tell, here's another story, Tammy, that everybody, um, I always tell, um, is when, you know, Michael was so shy, and when we were um, doing our scene and our dialogue, he was just kind of quiet, but saying his lines, darling, but shy, you know, and it was like when the dance scene came up, and I remember the first time we sat and watched that in the big soundstage that we were in, and um, all of a sudden, Mike lit up. And he had, we had beautiful dancers. I tell this to everybody. We had gorgeous uh, uh, men and women, and they were all decked out in these gorgeous costumes and striking. But I'm telling you is when Michael started and started dancing with his entire dance crew, you don't even look. I mean, he just lit up. He was like electrifying. And you look at him and thought, where did that come from? You know, because we were rehearsing. We rehearsed with him, Tammy, before. And so then when the dance scene started to come out a couple weeks later, we're going, wow. And you, he, it was, he, I mean, he caught your eye. And it was amazing. And I remember turning to Debbie and goes, wow. I mean, like, I mean, Noah, I mean, such a gifted man. Such a gifted dancer. And mind you, the dancers were gorgeous. And they were perfection. So, you know, just to, and have him right there, you just, your eyes are right, you know, glued right on him. I mean, you're, you can't take it. He was just amazing to watch. You will have, I mean, generations to come will always, you know, enjoy watching it and be Michael Jackson fans. I love to see that. It took some pictures and he had these made for us. And, you know, he'd give us little gifts and everything. And I have this on my uh, other business site now, and people love to look at that. The film was one of the most expensive films ever made for its time, and it's only 12 minutes long. But were tensions ever high on the set because of this, you know, we have to get this film done within a certain amount of time? You know, I think they moved it along pretty well. You know, I know that Francis' um, son... uh, uh, 
was one of our um, film, yeah, I mean, camera guys, and he was great. He was really good. I, I don't, you know, it's been so long ago, I don't remember. It was a close set, uh, Tammy, and um, we, you know, uh, the guests, you know, would have to have a sign in to come in, you know, so it was a close set. So um, Michael wanted it that way. And you know what? It worked out great because it was um, extremely hard uh, uh, movie to do. And Francis could tell you, I mean, the, we um, in those costumes were, I mean, mind you, a set and then you were running around, but then you're in a costume, Tammy, and it could be like over 100 degrees. And it was hard. There was times I would just be like, you know, um, exhausted. And, and I think that may be the, only, the tension, you know, to answer what you were saying, that I would know. I don't remember, you know, stress I, at that time. I don't remember, you know, um, being that it was a high budget that, you know, it seemed like they kept it, you know, pretty calm, you know, considering it was a high budget and there was a lot in stake. But I don't remember any tension or Francis was amazing because he, you know, his personality, he just he, he's not like up and down. He just handled, you know, especially with us, the cast. I thought he did a great job. He's, a, you know, he's such a uh, great director and he handled he, he was great. He was absolutely great. Did you get to attend when the film was re-released in 2010 in Disneyland? I know Tony got to. There was a video online about And I think Debbie went too. I don't know. I didn't go, and there was a reason why I couldn't. And I know Debbie did an interview, you know, when she was there at Disneyland. I don't remember why I couldn't, but I, I, I wanted to go. I wanted to go, and I wasn't sure if it was, if they were going to do it for sure, you know, and... I would have loved to go. I would have loved to go. And I don't know if you've seen uh, that on eBay, most of the shirts and buttons and plushies of some of the creatures in the film are going for more than $50. It's unbelievable. So I'm glad I bought my Captain EO t-shirt when it was just 20 bucks at the Disney parks. <laughs> Who would have thought, huh, Tammy? I, mean, I had Odie and ID doll. I don't know what I did with that. Now, we haven't talked about... Michael's other co-star, which was Angelica Houston, and she played the evil empress of the planet that Captain EO's crew lands on. So spider-like creature is the best way to, to describe her as a character. So that must have been a really hard outfit to get into. I'm just guessing. It was. It was. I remember, I have a story on that one, too. Is I remember, you know, she watched us in the costumes, and we were actually in the costumes before she was, you know, in hers. And I remember her saying, oh, boy, I give you guys, I don't know what she said. It was years ago, but, like, I give you a medal because that is now I, you know, understand what you guys go through. And, yeah, she had to be on wires, and it was difficult. Um, she was lovely. She was extremely talented, lovely lady. I, I was, uh, we, were, we all felt, you know, fortunate to be able to work with her. And sweet. She's a nice lady. Really sweet lady. And very talented. But yeah, the, I, she had to be on those wires, and that was difficult. Another guy and you, that I really enjoyed who was on um, our team is uh, Dick Sean. Love him. We, I remember Debbie and I because he... You know, he was so funny because he's a comic. And I just remember him making us laugh and his one-liners and just, we'd bust up. I thought he was so uh, talented. Of course, he was talented, but so much fun to work with. 
because you mind you we we spent hours you know working on a set and you needed you know uh different individuals to kind of lift you up and he was a hoot debbie and i would play off one another and we were the giddies mind you i was how old was i maybe 22 three and we thought this was a carnival i mean seriously <laughs> we thought this was quite a party and um, never wanted, how could I say, um, quit. You know, the party lasts. And how many, almost 30 years later that that would be... The party's still going. <laughs> a highlight. Yeah, a highlight of my career. And that, to this day, everybody goes, you were in Captain EO? You were in Captain EO? And yeah. Now, did you get to keep any props or costumes from the set? No, well, Odie and Idy was a huge costume, and that probably went back to the uh, costume place. But I don't remember what we did keep. I mean, we had dolls, but we they gave us those. Uh, I don't remember. We didn't have like um, costumes, um, Tammy. You know, because our 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 furry costumes were, you know, just all we had, and so with the, that went back to our costume place but other than that we didn't really have other props but I think what we really treasure the most Tammy is uh the stuff Michael gave us I know Debbie got something from Michael I don't quite remember but she saved it and just the pictures we had pictures like I just showed you taken and uh you know and it just my it's great shot of Michael and he was so excited to give it to us how nice so what's your next project? I, I know our listeners are going to want to see if they can check it out, the next movie or TV oh, show. Oh, well, um, you know what's interesting? Um, I, about three years ago, I decided because there isn't a lot of work anymore, and, you know, and my age, middle age, but um, there's a lot of reality shows and, you know, and everything, and, and the business has changed a lot. But I had it, you know, I've always had many different interests, what I want to do in my life, in my life, as far as careers. So three years ago, I kind of got out of the business and um, worked with a custom cake decorator. And now I have my own business called The Bite Size Chef, and it's on Facebook. And I do custom elaborate cakes and cupcakes. And, and I do them for Disney. A lot of times the studios will call and, um, you know, I do celebrities. I do everybody, you know, as far as all over L.A. And what's interesting, Tammy, you know, when I was starting to get out of the business, I thought, I'm, get, I'm getting out, uh, you know, and I saw my manager, Laura, who I adore at Central Artists. Um, I'm blessed that, you know, people are finding my site and I'm blessed that people are interested in, you know, buying my stuff. Coming out, I grew up in Great Falls, Montana, Tammy, and I left at, right after high school to come to L.A. because my uh, goal was to getting to the acting, and my, that was my dream for years. So I'm not sure my parents thought I was really going to pursue that. So right after high school, when my friends all went to college, I came to California. And I started, you know, um, I lived with a family and was a nanny for a while and then started auditioning. And that's, who would have thought? And I stayed out here. I have a house in Burbank and we, and I'm married and have a 22-year-old son. Yeah, I've had a pretty good life. It's such an amazing experience for someone to have. And I'm so glad and happy 
that we could talk about this. And I, I just want to ha- I have a couple more questions. I usually call them the Fab Shoot. Three questions. Okay. Uh, there are some Disney questions, and they're called the Donald, Goofy, and Mickey questions. So we'll, we'll start with the Donald question, which is, okay. as a child, what Disney film would you always like to watch over and over again? Snow White. I loved it. Matter of fact, I got to tell you this one. When I was, I think I was in sixth grade, they were doing a, I, at that, it was a musical for school. They wanted me to play Snow White and the dwarves were taller. And uh, it was, and, and I had to sing, which I could not sing. And I still to this day can't sing. Someday my prince will come. So my mother, who was a wonderful seamstress, uh, put this little dress, you know, Snow White dress together and the dwarves were taller and we it, we that was pretty hip little show because we had like prosthetics and everything but yeah that was my memory in sixth grade that i played snow white and our goofy question what disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person oh my gosh um i'll be honest with you i like sleeping beauty and our mickey question if i asked you to name any disney song at this very moment what immediately comes to mind let it go, let it go. <laughs> totally. It's been a wonderful time discussing this amazing experience that you've had filming Captain EO as Odie. Uh, and I'm so excited that we're going to be able to share this interview with everybody. And so I, just the best of luck with your bakery as well. Could, could, you, could you, you mention the name of it again so our listeners? Yeah, it's, it's called The Bite Size Chef. It's on Facebook. And I would love for people to come in and pop in. And I appreciate, Tammy, for thinking of me and, uh, I, and giving me the opportunity to talk about Captain EO and the wonderful experience I had with Michael and the Francis and the whole crew. It was just really a great experience and I'll never forget. We'll see.